Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. all my knowledge from the end of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons. That's where I learned to turn the water off when I was brushing my teeth. To this day, I still turn the water off when I brush my teeth. <laughs> well, it's like that. I used to get it from the end of G.I. Joe and um, He-Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the 80s cartoons used to do that shit, dude. Yeah. And now they don't give a fuck. Like, I watched this, this uh, one show with the kids called Johnny Tess. It's a funny show. You know, they got a lot of humor in it. But this kid's, like, skipping class, fucking blowing up half the house. And, and, and all these cartoons, the parents are fucking stupid as shit. <laughs> they're always, like, one-up one up their parents. I'm like, what the fuck? No wonder kids are all assholes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all, about the, it's all about that Phineas and Ferb, homie. <laughs> I love that cartoon, dude. Jesus. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Phineas and Ferb are gonna do it all, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> he I says that, that shit. Like, <laughs> Disney Channel keeps it fucking real, motherfucker. <laughs> Theme song by Dave Chappelle. That's right. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm telling you, this show's fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the more I learn about you, actually. <laughs> dude, I'm going to tell you right now, and and, and I'm going to say, Phineas and Ferb is on like half the day from the Disney Channel. Watch one or two episodes. I'm serious, you'll fucking laugh. There's a lot, the jokes and the humor are fucking legit. <laughs> like, shit is so funny. It's not an off, it's not like Spongebob where people annoy the shit out of you. Like, they're re- they're real, like, realistic characters. But these two brothers, well, they're stepbrothers or something, they build these fucking cra- this crazy shit. And each episode is the same formula. They're, they they say, what are we going to do today? 
Then they build something. And then their pet platypus is actually a secret agent. And he has to go stop this dude named Doofensmertz, who's always building something too, but it's really fucking stupid. And it never happens. <laughs> the show is brilliant, dude. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you. Watch a couple episodes before you talk that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I kind of like to go on the, you know, blind arrogance. Watch a couple episodes. <laughs> I'm telling you. I know you already watched the Disney Channel anyway, looking at them chicks, you nasty. Jesus. <laughs> 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 right, anyway, so how's, how's Swift Key going? God. Oh, my God. All right. Again, welcome, everybody, to Podcast 81. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Title Phineas and Ferb fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> The last thing I'm going to say before we get into the show, you have to learn to like these shows when you have children because they will be on 24 fucking hours a day. So if you don't like them, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. So not have kids. That's the key. <laughs> or watch Phineas and Ferb, which I would probably watch if I didn't have kids because it's just shit. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the Lazy Geeks. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Sometimes I people have turned this off. I know. People are like, okay, they're talking about Phoenix and Ferb. I'll move on to the next one. Hey, the more you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Hey, that's. I think that's the title of the podcast right there. The more, more you know. You know. <laughs> and put the more you know, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the end. Authenticity. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, a couple of... I think it was, like, two months ago. I think it was, like, back in April. Uh, we both recommended a Swift Key. Yes. Which was a virtual keyboard for your Android phone. Um, th- it never told you how long the trial was. I found out. It was 60 days. And... Uh, I didn't even know there was a limit. Yeah. Because well, I, I was tri- I was like, this trial's pretty legit. Like, why? And then I found out there was a cap, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was 60 days, and uh, I was like, ah, okay. So that was because I could never find it on the site. So it's 60 days, and after that, I got so used to SwiftKey that I thought, all right, well, it's 2.99 for the app. And I thought, well, let me try the original one and then and, and see if I – if. If it it's as annoying you as cheap a bastard. No, 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 no. I just I go. You know what? I'm gonna try it because I want to see if I had just gotten used to it, or if the right. other one was as annoying as I thought it was after using SwiftKey. After two weeks, I paid the 2.99. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just that fucking annoying. And I have to use the Android keyboard because my SD card slot's broken, oh, right. and it does not work without the SD card. It will say no. And it just doesn't even open. Oh, jeez. Pissing me off. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I did it. And then I, um, you know, of course, you know, if you haven't heard about, about this really quick, SwiftKey is a really great virtual keyboard. Um, it, it doesn't – and it doesn't autocorrect your shit. It actually anticipates what you may need. Yeah. And you can actually keep pressing spacebar, and it will form a sentence. Yeah. Based on what you usually say. So it's yeah. kind of funny if you grab someone's phone <laughs> and then it, you keep pressing space bar and it says, uh, she's a damn liar or something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome too. Like if you, like, 
you know, Google like Google Plus doesn't work third party with anyone. <laughs> so if you put something on Twitter, you can actually start off with the same word and it'll anticipate and throw you everything you just said, including hashtags. <laughs> I think it does that with um, Facebook too. Yeah, it does it with Facebook. It's pretty fucking legit, yeah. dude. Um, it, it's worth the two ninety nine. Yeah, to do it, it it reads everything that you know. It reads your uh, text messages, your Facebook, and your Gmail. So even any RS RSS feed, like if you have not a, in, not in like a creepy stalker chick way. It it it, it learns it use its AI t- um, learns how you speak and how you send messages. So then it can say, oh, okay, this is probably what you're trying to say. You know, like don't, when I. Don't, when, when I went to text you, it's uh, I, I hit B-I, and then it said bitches right there. Like, yeah! Don't use that word AI, because Terminator fans are going to flip out, and they're not going to download it. <laughs> My phone's going to kill me! Yeah, well, after you download it, you hear dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. That'd be kind of badass. <laughs> I, want that, I want that song to play. I want to kick in a door, <laughs> and then just play that song. <laughs> or... The song from the first level of Duke Nukem, the original, the Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I don't know. The Duke Nukem one might be good when you step into the bedroom. Oh. You got the, you got the lady on the bed. You step in there. Dun, dun. You know? Yeah. Because when you come in there and you have the dun, 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 that might be a little freaky. A little bit. A little bit. And then when it gets to the sad part of the song, you have to put... You always have to jump into the lake of fire and put your thumb up, and that's always uncomfortable. That is, that you is. You know, so you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you never know. Um, I know. Last week, <laughs> I never do this, and last week I just, I, I don't know. I, I guess I got a little overzealous. We mentioned that we were gonna have a new contributor um, last week before he actually posted anything, and uh, yeah, that fell through. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, 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 we we still have contributors we like have, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen and Peter and Peter, and and they're coming out with excellent content. Yeah, and, but um, the the new guy wasn't. He just wasn't a good fit. Yeah. So um, I don't want to be overly negative on the podcast. Yeah, no, I I agree, and you know there was just the content wasn't as good as or as you know our fit as we had hoped. Yeah, so. you already said it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Basically, like he he wasn't detail oriented enough. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying that we're fucking rocket scientists, but but you know we 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 want we we want to make sure you guys are getting that good content. Yeah. If we feel that someone's not pushing that out, then we gotta shake hands and peace out. Yeah. You know, so mm, and, that's the way it is. Unless it's one of us, because fuck you, we we started it. <laughs> I can I can put up a video and go and just put fuck at the bottom and no one can say shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> unless unless Steve sees it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless <laughs> I see it. Really, dude? <laughs> yeah. And then you get that text message, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll text back, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it happens, you know, but we're still looking for contributors. So if you're interested, you know, go ahead and hit us up. You know, sample sample some stuff. Looking looking for people to review video games. Yeah, man, come some on. video game people, you know. So, um, another thing real quick. I, I didn't mention this, like, when it came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, but I did read Spider-Man, number one. I haven't read it yet. Um, I actually kind of – well, the first issue dealt mostly with Peter Parker and him crossing over. Um, actually kind of cool because Mysterio, you kind of get the idea that it was an, the – 
Ultimates version of Mysterio um, was in it. I, I, I kind of dug it, so I'm actually going to pick up issue two and um, kind of okay. see how, how it goes. Because I actually dug issue one pretty, uh, uh, pretty well because it really got into the whole point of Peter Parker. See, when I, when, when I heard it was coming out, it made me think about um, Spider Island too much. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I don't want to fucking read this shit, but I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I liked it too, and it's it, you know, it, I was I was one of those. I hated it. I thought the idea was stupid. You guys, re, if you've read anything that I've ever said about Spider-Man, you know it was predominantly negative. I like there being one Spider-Man. Like I, I don't. I did the whole multiple thing just seems too stupid. Like it's like, come on. Dude. Yeah, I mean, it's like okay, we had Infinite Crisis. You know, we don't need to start meshing the ultimates with the main universe i mean yeah. I, I understand it's 50 years of spider-man and you kind of want there to be some continuity but i don't know it just didn't seem as right and so far with issue one it's mostly f- pictured peter parker so i'm assuming issue two is going to focus on miles um but i like that miles cat i i like it because yeah. it go it goes back to him being like a young a young dude yeah you know and, and i don't I don't understand the 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 um, animosity. That'd be the word yeah. um, for towards the whole Miles thing. I th- I think it's I think it's a dope story. Yeah. I I you know I mean you know people it it was one thing to to not like it after it's been released and you go the content's not as good but the whole thing of like it's Peter Parker man with with the <laughs> with the people who complained before it came out. And and this might be because I have internet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this might be because I have too much hope in humanity. But I think most of those people just didn't want it to change that dramatically. And there is a portion of people who are just racist fucktards. <laughs> but but I'm I'm I think just most of them are like, well, no, Peter Parker's Spider Man. Yeah. You know, and and I kind of was like that at first too. Like I was like, oh, I don't know, you know. But I'm digging it, so yeah. fuck it. <laughs> Remember, he's uh, he's. Uh, black Hispanic Chinese oil tycoon, um, humanitarian, yeah, <laughs> squirrel, <laughs> you know, just everything, everything. Um, the the biggest thing I like about it is when I first heard that he was going to be um, what is he's Hispanic and and wow. black, right? Um, when I first heard that, I was like, ah, it's a fucking gimmick. Like, they're just trying to do this to be like, oh, look, we're putting in a mixed-race person or whatever, mixed ethnicity. And um, and I was like, this is just going to be bullshit. They never fucking mention it. it. Yeah, they never And that it. is how it should yeah. fucking be. That's one of the things that I've always, that's kind of bugged me with DC. You know, I mean, I, I like what DC is doing and, you know, like their content, stuff like that. But when they go ahead and they do changes, like... You know, they want to make certain characters a certain way. They use Earth, like they do Earth 2, you know, characters, but, you know, we don't know how long Earth 2 is going to go around. It's, you know, and, and Marvel only has two universes. They have the main Marvel U, and then they have the Ultimates. And in the Ultimates universe, they've changed everything around so much. Like Wolverine's dead, Cyclops is dead. You have, um, and then you have Peter Parker getting killed off. But at the same time, you know, you have Miles Morales, which is a full-fledged character. Actually, Marvel technically has a lot of universes, but they only write within two. Yeah. Because um, I remember there was an issue of Howard the Duck where they traveled through multiple dimensions. Yeah. But maybe I'm stretching. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it, and that's the thing. And you know, like with DC, you know, with DC, you know, like you know, they they do all these weird things in like one shots or outside. And it's like if you if you really wanted to, you know, you have another, you know, you or Earth Two, maybe they're ultimates. Who knows? Like if you if you want to make a statement, make a fucking statement. Yeah. You know, and and I remember when they were t- talking, there was talks about changing Superman's color. Yeah. But the problem, the, I didn't like that. Not because they were going to change. I don't care what, but because he's not human. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was going to be weird. Like, how are you going to explain that now? Now you have to tell me that Kryptonians now had different skin tones and all that shit. You know, and it's just too Which much. If, if, yeah, and if you look, which is at, fine if they did, but I mean, it's just whatever. But you know, when you think about like, or the reason why we have different skin tones is mostly because of the area that you know the race was indigenous to, and and Krypton was pretty much Krypton was pretty much the same everywhere. Yeah, so it was like so, yeah, the little bit we've seen of it. Right, right. Um, so real quick. IGN um, was one of the many places that reviewed Lollipop Chainsaw, a game that I'm enjoying, um, which I should review it pretty soon. I just want to play it a little bit more. IGN gave it a 5, which um, wow. they, they go on a 1 to 10 scale. 5 isn't necessarily it's a horrible game. It's mediocre. That's what they call it. Um, now, that's fine. I mean, reviews are subjective to who's reviewing them. I don't give a shit. You, know, you have to read all the reviews, or at least go to Metacritic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, the cool thing is, and I guess they've done this with um, Diablo 3 and I think some other games, but IGN just started doing um, comments response videos. Uh, basically, he does – it was the Xbox editor, I forget his name, that did the um, did the review. And uh, then you got the comments like, the game's fucking dope, you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of comments like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but then there's constructive comments like, I, I dug your review, but I'm not agreeing with you. I'm, I'm thinking this and this. So they made this video where they read like five negative – not negative, but five comments that conflicted with – there's his review. Okay. And then he responded to them and he responded to them intelligently. He didn't say, no, fuck you. I'm right. He was, he was like, did he flip a table? No, there was a table present, Ah. but he didn't flip it. Um, he, he, it was, it was really, really cool. Like, I hope IGN does more of these and I kind of get, I gained a little bit more respect for IGN just for this. Like it, it was, it's something that, it shows that they're they're giving a shit about what people are saying. I don't expect them to comment on the "fuck you" blah blah because that's like a thirteen year old fucking moron, right? You know, but um, probably, probably our, our demographic, probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I, I just I just really dug that. I hope IGN does it some more. I mean, with big title games, it, yeah. it makes sense. That's um, kind of cool though, if you think about it. I mean, you know, to to take some of the comments and go, these guys have valid points, so let's address them. Yeah. Just real quick, one of the comments that hit on something that I said a couple podcast. I either said a couple podcasts ago or I said it to you. Um, w- the first comment in the video was, how can you give it such a bad score when IGN had a contest and they were hyping the shit out of the game and all this? And that's true. I was like, what the fuck? You, you give it a five, but you're you're running contests to win the game. You're you're running. They they were the one that ran that contest to find Juliet. Like uh-huh. the real life model one, who's a, a Arizona girl, by the way. Um, and so, so I was like really interested. And he goes, you know what? Because uh, of the developer Grasshopper, um, because he said because of um, he was excited for the game. He really thought it was going to be the shit, and he was disappointed when he played it. 
So that was a pretty honest answer, yeah. and it explains. I mean, I kind of figured that was what it was, but it explains to people who were like, what the fuck, why that happens. Also, something he didn't say, if the developer of Lollipop is giving them money, <laughs> yeah, you know, it is a business. You yeah. know, so, but uh, that's all I just want to say. I just, I just hope IGN makes more of those. That's cool. All right. Well, I think it's time we uh, dip into some news. So as much as people still are reeling from the fact that Michael Bay will be directing the fourth installment of the Transformers franchise, he claims that he is setting new ground rules in the mo- uh, in motion on this film, and it isn't a reboot. The last part really gels for me as that I would hate to see another reboot, but with the same director. I would at least like someone else to get their hands on it. Quote, it's not a reboot. That may be the wrong word, Bay said in an interview with Hero Complex. I don't want to say reboot because then people will think they're going to – that we're doing a Spider-Man and starting from the beginning. We're not. Burn! <laughs> we're taking the, the story that you've seen, the story we've told in three movies already, and we're taking it in a new direction. And they're leaving those three as history, and it still counts. I met with the writer before I went off to do Pain and Gain, and we talked a, about a bunch of ideas and let, the, let it simmer for a bit. And he's been – thinking about some stuff and now we're getting back together next week to see um what we've got and if it still gels now collider is under the assumption that um aaron uh, gruger who co-wrote revenge of the fallen and took the sole credit for dark side of the Mo- dark of the moon sorry <laughs> conflicted with that pink <laughs> lloyd album title yeah uh and uh, it might we've be the, all done it. We've yeah, all done it. We've Dark done side it. of the, I mean, dark of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, he clarifies that some of the robots will be getting a redesign, but he plans to spend more time in space in this film to bring in the budget, um, and also to bring in the budget by thirty million dollars. The last film was reported to have cost one hundred ninety-five million, so that could bring the fourth film in at one hundred sixty-five million. The basic idea is for the cut is most sequels make less and less money, especially yeah. since none of the human cast is returning for this film, and the oh. studio could feel that there's a there will be a fan fall off. So basically, it's gonna be an animated movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really right? think about it. it. It's gonna be like a fucking Toy Story. Oh, I know. Because <laughs> they're toys and it's a story. Aww. <laughs> um, he's still saying that it's gonna be his last film, but he said that with the third one, and I guess Paramount shoveled enough money at him that he decided to do a fourth one. Yeah. So there's still a likelihood that he come could come back for a fifth one, depending on how all his other movies do. He may need this movie to pay the bills. That's the truth. <laughs> I know, right? And where, where's my GoBots movie, right? <laughs> Let's get it done, right? GoBots, man. Oh my god, dude. Uh, I want my I want my uh, ThunderCats movie, dude. They were make, they're making an animated one, aren't they? Well, they they made a series, but it looks like that one's on the verge of getting canceled. ThunderCats. That's, thunder, that's such an 80s show. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> If you really think about it, Thundercats makes no sense. <laughs> Did it need to, though? It was an 80s no, show. because in the 80s, everyone was on Coke. Absolutely. Including the children. <laughs> I think I used to trip on Coke just going to school. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um, this is a, this is, was an interesting article. In a statement that everyone should agree with, president of Sony Worldwide Studios president Shuei Yoshida – I think so. Um, admitted that Sony should have given a lot more face time to the PS Vita during this year's E3. Um, in an interview really? with developer, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, in an interview with Develop Online, when asked if he was happy with the Vita's first showing at E3, Yoshida said he got he got lots of tweets saying fans wanted to see more Vita games being shown off at the event. Yoshida admitted, in retrospect, we should have spent more time showing and talking about PS Vita titles. He pointed out that there were 25 Vita titles playable on the floor and plenty more to look forward to in the near future. The reason behind not showing all this greatness off? Yoshida says Sony was trying to keep the press conference short because they are, quote, notorious for their long press events. That I will agree with. <laughs> Sony's president, you will fall asleep halfway through it. Um, he, he adds that from the perspective of people who are waiting for more information on Vita titles, we weren't able to provide that. My main problem with this is they should have realized this before they made the mistake. The yeah. Vita is Sony's fresh new system that not only deserves the press, but needs it. There may be some awesome titles to look forward to and most play playable on the floor, but the mass majority of Sony's fan base isn't at E3 and looks to the press event for more information. That should That should have been obvious enough to get it right the first time, guys. Well, that's the same thing. Like I, I fault Nintendo for the whole uh, uh, DS and the Wii U. Like right. you know, it's like oh, we have so much that we can't really show you, um, show you it all. Well, show us something. Show when, us that you give a shit is no, really what it comes Nintendo? down to. Nintendo. I just did an article this week on the LazyGeeks.com. Um, really? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo announced the uh, 3DS XL. Yeah. Why didn't they announce that at E3? I know. It's it doesn't like, even make any sense. I know. And it, it just to me, it just and the same thing with Sony is kind of like, yeah, we don't have a whole lot of confidence in it, so we're not going to waste time. Is really what it kind of comes down that's to. That's what, and that's what people th- feel they're saying. Yeah. You know, and because that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, you obviously don't like your system right yeah so stupid and especially when they're not talking about the ps4 at all like come on guys yeah you got if they were talking about the ps4 then i would have understood because then as soon as you said ps4 no one would have gave a fuck about the vita they just wouldn't care yeah because you have no ps4 you have no main heavy hitting titles coming out this year fucking talk about it you have everyone's attention yes and and it's just oh that 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 kind of shit bugs me Sony for the fail. Yeah. Well, Google is going for the fail. Uh, Google has tried to surf the, the wave of being a responsible corporate company and fueling its hacker mentality. And when I say hacker, I mean the good kind. The yeah. idea of keeping technology open and free for everyone. Uh, however, since they purchased YouTube in 2006, it's been a headache from then on. Copyright infringement has always been an issue on the site, from seeing clips of your favorite shows or ripping MP3 versions of your favorite music videos for free using a third-party site. That last one has gotten some people to turn their heads. CNET is reporting that YouTubeMP3.org has been served with a letter that converting videos to MP3s is a violation of YouTube Terms of Service. Quote, we have always taken violations of our terms of service seriously, said a YouTube spokesperson just like that. Mm. And we will continue to enforce these terms of service against the sites that violate them. The Recording (laughs) Industry Industry Association of America has always been writing them for their lack of effort to curb piracy. The curious thing about this is that 
is this is a preemptive strike against third-party companies. That whole business model thrives on stealing music and videos from YouTube. Uh, Torrent Free claims that they received a letter from YouTube's associate counsel claiming that this, if the site continues to operate as it is, it may face legal consequences. If this is part of a bigger move by Google, it could be, um, it could have some serious implications against their credibility and their view as keeping an open and free internet. However, I am more inclined to believe that it is an, more of an isolated incident of trying to give the appearance that they are doing something so they can keep licensing cash from they're getting from airing those music videos for yep. free on their service. Yep. Yeah. Because we all know Google's in it for the money. <laughs> First of all, people people who download songs from YouTube are teenagers who don't know better. Yeah. Because they're not the shitty quality when you download it. I've heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you might as well you might as well get your recording Walkman out and just hold it up to the speaker. Hold on, I'm gonna get my Discman. <laughs> and the the funny thing, I know someone is a teenage girl with my um my niece in law, I guess, and she does that. But the funny thing is, she doesn't put them on a music player. She listens to them on her computer, and I'm like, you know, you can make a playlist on YouTube. Yeah, so you're wasting so much time, idiot. <laughs> oh my god. Got to download them dubstep tracks, motherfucker. <laughs> da, 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 douchebag. That's right. So, um, Eve developer or Eve Online developer CCP um, has some interesting news about their upcoming Dust Five Fourteen uh, shooter. Vice President Morgan Godat or Gudat, <laughs> whichever way, um, has let loose with the pricing structure of their high-end gear sets for Dust 5.14, and it's a lot cheaper than you're used to from other games. The cost of each gear set is only 24 cents. There is, there's a pretty big catch, though, which you should have expected. Of course. Buy each gear set... By each, ugh, Jesus, I wrote this, too. Um, by each gear set, I mean each time you have to buy it. See, 24 cents gives you one set of gear, but when you die, you'll have to buy another set. Wow. Just, yeah, I know. Just in case you didn't know how no in matched based first person shooter fun you'll die an awful lot mm. that means you'll be buying gear by the hundreds and thousands not just one set at a time now these sets can be purchased with in-game credits called isk as well with and eve online players can can even fund you um as well when the games are eventually connected it's an interesting way to get people to waste their money though um, I, I read it because the first I read it and I was like 24 cents a gear set there, there's a catch there has to be a catch that's <laughs> there's always a catch yeah and then I, re- I read on and I was like oh you guys think you're slick yeah because people will get into the game because that's how they do it they, you'll get because it's, it's going to be free to play oh, so you're yeah. going to get really into the game you know I got to get the better gear sets and then you're going to get those gear sets and then you're going to die and then you're going to shit I need a gear set again oh it's only 24 cents yeah, you, know, you can keep buying it, buying it. Now the cool thing is, is if you're an Eve Online player, like a, like a heavy Eve Online player, you probably have tons of this ISK already, um, so you can fund yourself in the game when they get connected. But still, it's like fuck, dude, really? <laughs> because you could play like um, there's a match-based free-to-play first-person shooter called Blacklight Retribution for for one, and you you can buy gear sets and stuff like that. But it, the pay structure is a normal pay structure, so people are going to go. Well, I'll just play this game and not feel like I'm I'm being assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, twenty four cents. I mean, like four times. That's a buck. I know, or a little, and, little and less. Space, but. 
match-based first-person shooters like like Quake Arena from back in the day. You're going to die all the fucking time. Best <laughs> players die all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, just ridiculous. Hey, I don't know if you saw that George Takai video, uh, that George Takai um, picture on uh, Facebook, but it was that Deja Vu uh, picture. And it's what, like, if, what if a Deja Vu is um, a, restarting from a checkpoint? Yeah, it's a it was like a dude in a rave, like what? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I go, oh yeah, that that would explain so many things. <laughs> I like the meme, the meme when it's um, it's uh, Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted, and he's like what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So Paramount Pictures has been in some trouble recently uh, in regards to films that are struggling out the gate. One of the biggest uh, one was nearly 10-month delay of G.I. Joe retaliation to the spring of 2013. They claimed that it's because they needed extra time to post-convert the film into 3D, but it was later determined that Channing Tatum's storyline needed to be modified since he's become somewhat of a star. After that, the long-anticipated World War Z film starring Brad Pitt is going through some serious post-production nightmares, which include extensive reshoots and some Third act script revisions. Paramount is claiming that the faith in the fi- they have faith in the film, but signs are showing that it could be another bomb for the studio. Now it seems that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are next. After negative presses um, that's taken place against Michael Bay's pr- um, produced flick, it seems that Paramount is rushing to move the film into production. It was moved. Uh, it moved its start date ten weeks later in order to cut the budget by. Um, by 10 to 20 million and then push the film's release date to May 16th, 2014. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, the film has gone through so many drafts of the script that it was originally selected to be released this summer, according to Deadline. However, when Michael Bay came on board and rewrote the script, it's slated for Christmas 2013, but now it seems to be heading into the summer movie season of their already crowded 2014. Paramount has been under some serious pressure with many movies that are coming out versus how many movies are are having issues. With Star Trek II slated to come out some, um, come out next year, a Mission, Ghost, uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol was a huge hit last year. It seems Paramount is taking a look at their films and realizing that the public isn't going to settle for crap, especially since the summer season has been has had more misses than hits. With the biggest tentpole pulled weeks before its release date, some uh, say something about the faith that they have in these movies. I think of the potential loss that Paramount could have had with these three films. They may be wishing to scatter the films across different parts of the year to prevent them from having a hugely dismal quarter like Disney had with John Carter, but then bounce back with The Avengers. Yeah, but Turtles in a summer movie? Come I know. On. I know. I mean, uh, even if the movie's cool, it's not a summer movie. No. It's, it's, a, it's no. a winter movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe spring. You know, like during maybe maybe an early fall. <laughs> you know, maybe like <laughs> just between fall and and, and fall and um, fall and winter. That might be yeah. it. It's, you know, when the foliage comes out, that's a beautiful time of year. Because what what comes out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stupid. What comes out? What comes out during the winter? Romantic comedies. Yeah, and and there's uh, usually at least one Christmas movie, right? Or holiday movie, whatever. And a Kwanzaa movie, motherfucker. <laughs> not um, jingle all the way, all the way. Yeah. So I think I think the Christmas season would be good because you're not going to go up against anything similar. So let's go up in the summer movie where you're going to have a bunch of comic book movies. Yeah. Well, it's actually, stupid, dude. In 2014, that's when I think Captain America two is supposed to come out. Yeah. You know, I think isn't the um the next Iron Man supposed to come out then too? I think so. Yeah, I think Iron Man. Uh, oh well, no, I think Iron Man. They're filming it right now. I think that's next year. Mm. Iron Man and Thor, I think, are for next year. And, uh, the, comic book movies 
are owning the summer right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at this month. The, I mean, the Avengers just started cooling down. Right. And now Spider-Man's coming out. Yeah. Which I'm going to And right after that is Dark Knight. Yeah, I know. Is it is Dark Knight coming out first or is Spider-Man coming out Spider-Man's first? Spider-Man's coming out first. It's before the 4th of July weekend. Yes. Um, and then, like, a week or so later, it's um, The Dark Knight Rises. Right. And no one wants to go up against those movies. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, it's, it, I'm excited about Spider-Man for one reason. The most excited reason I'm excited is because the webbing is not a power. Yep. He invented it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And done. <laughs> I was a pet peeve of mine in the other ones, but, you know, what? it is what it is. Yeah. Um, now, a while back, we, report, we reported that, and other people, too, you know, uh, reported <laughs> that... We were the only ones. <laughs> we were the only one that brought this fucking breaking news. Um, that Australia was working on an R18 Plus rating for video games, and that it looked like it was going to pass. Well, it did pass. You're welcome. Um, after of- years, <laughs> yes. It, I, I made some calls. Yeah. Um, after years of arguing about the matter, Australians will be able to buy games that are intended for the 15 and older crowd. Before this rating, Australia w- was without a select few games that other countries enjoyed. What? Oh, that were, that were a bit too adult in content for for 15 and under. He's he already- his own article, by the, by the way. I know. This article has an R18 plus rating <laughs> for obscene bullshit. Um, <laughs> all right, shut up. The, R- the R18 plus rating is equivalent to the ESRB's M rating in the United States or the Peggy 18 rating in Europe. So that means they're going to be able to get Rockstar games now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the the last game I remember that didn't go to was, um, oh, shit, Deuce, Deuce X. The new Do Sex didn't really. Yeah, because it was it was. Um, I don't remember why, but it was something about it was made it too mature. Hmm. Weird. So, I think they can. They still have the games in Australia, but they can't sell them in Australia. They can buy them offline and shit. Oh, you know, I don't. It's. Weird. I was like, how does that work? It's like it's like absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> we can have it on the shelf, but we just can't sell it to you. Oh, um. These are important reforms over 10 years in the making, Home Affairs Minister Jason Clark said, as reported by news.com.au. The R18 Plus category will inform consumers, parents, and retailers about which games are not suitable for minors to play and will prevent minors from purchasing unsuitable material. Um, this now allows games to be on an equal ground with movies and other forms of entertainment when it comes to ratings in Australia. It's nice to see that the rating has been put into place, but it's strange that it took Australia so long to catch up with everybody else. I know. But Australia is notorious for being really fucking strict yeah. about the content that comes into their country. Well, it's a penal colony. What do you want? Yeah, but isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of fucking thieves. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, right? My, my, my daughter, real quick, my daughter asked me, she goes, I found out in school that Australia used to be a prison. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, so everyone was a criminal? I'm like, no. Everyone England didn't like yeah. went to Australia. That, that doesn't necessarily mean they were all criminals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we would have sent you to, <laughs> to yeah, Australia. I would be, I'd be bathing in the sun with them Australian girls, baby. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> oh man! All right, so uh, time for some uh, new release highlights. Uh, this week in theaters, a uh, couple of movies to mention. Ted, 
which is Seth MacFarlane's first film that he directed, which has Mark Wahlberg and I Seth MacFarlane. As I, I want to see that too, and Mina Clu- Mila Kunis. Uh, and then also People Like Us, which stars Chris Pine. And um, and uh, I, I I particularly like I, I, I like Chris Pine. I kind of ha- as a little bit of a, a little bit of a bromance there. I kind of yes. like, you know, I mean, but you know, it's Kirk. It's fucking Captain Kirk. So, yeah. you know, um, uh, DVDs, 21 Jump Street comes out this week. You need to get. That, I haven't seen it. That shit is so funny. You just need I to need buy to see it. it. Um, and for you, David Tennant pans, The Decoy Bride hits DVDs. Uh, in Netflix, only two real highlights, uh, new Louis Black, uh, In God We Rust, and for streaming, Battle Royale, as well as the sequel. So, uh, Battle Royale. Is that the Japanese flick? Yeah, that's the one that was pre Hunger Games. Oh, yeah, I did an article on that. Yeah. So, I don't even remember what it is. Battle Royale is uh, on uh, Netflix streaming now. So, yes. Yeah. So, what you got in games? The Elder Scrolls um, Skyrim Dawnguard, the expansion. Oh, right. A lot of people looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Actually, I've been hearing that it's really buggy. Really? But. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's Skyrim. <laughs> um, the Amazing Spider-Man, the game is coming out, and that looks fucking awesome. It does. Um, I'm, so, I'm pretty impressed with it so far. Yeah. Somebody gave it a bad mark on a preview because it doesn't have the gritty atmosphere like Arkham City. It's like, well, maybe because Spider-Man's not Batman. <laughs> fucking idiot. I read that and was like, really? Like, I... I emotionally got upset uh, <laughs> are you really that fucking stupid <laughs> oh my god it's like that it's like that 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 uh, meme that's going around you know with um uh the hobbit i think it borrowed i think tolkien borrowed a lot from harry potter dude i reposted that it's not even a meme it's fucking oh. this person on imdb imdb thing and someone made a comment on the lord of the rings saying that he stole so much from harry potter I l- almost threw my computer out the fucking window <laughs> and then realized it wasn't my computer's fault. <laughs> like, that was fun. I was like, really, dude? <laughs> um, what else is coming out? Menace of the Underdark, which is the latest expansion for Dungeons & Dragons Online, which is free to play and fun. So why don't you go check that out? Um, London 2012. This is the official, official um, game for the London Games, the Olympics. Uh, those are always fun. I yeah. mean, if you if you're into it, you'll dig it. Yeah. So, um, all right. That's that's all I'm looking at. <laughs> you know? All right, give us some DC comics. Oh, I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all Star Western number ten coming out. American Vampire twenty eight. Aquaman ten. Batman Archives volume eight hardcover. Oh, there's something that I didn't take. See, I don't want to do <laughs> trades anymore, and I missed it. Um, Batman Incorporated number two. Batman the Dark Knight 10, Before Watchmen, Night Owl 1 of 4. And I'm kind of confused why the Before Watchmen titles are $4.99. Oh, yeah, I know, right? What the fuck? Um, Flash number 10, Fury of Firestorm, The Nuclear Men number 10, Gears of War 24. This is the final issue. Um, Green Lantern, New Guardians number 10, I Vampire number 10, Justice League number 10, Justice League Dark number 10, um, New Dead Wardians number 4 of 8, Savage Hawkman number 10, Scalped 59, 
Spaceman 7 of 9, Superman 10, Superman... Oh, 7 of 9. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I just saw that, too. I'm like, oh, 7 of 9. <laughs> um, Superman Family Adventures number 2, Photo Kids, Teen Titans number 10, and Voodoo number 10. All right, in Marvel, we've got... A reprint of Amazing Spider of Amazing Fantasy 15, which is Spider-Man's yes. first appearance. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 688, Captain America and Iron Man in 633, uh, Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz 8 of 8, uh, FF number 19, Hit Girl 1 of 5, Incredible Hulk number 10, John Carter, The Gods of Mars 4 of 5, Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider-Man number 3, Marvel Zombies Destroy, 4 of 5. Mighty Thor, 16. Spider-Man, 2 of 5. Ultimate Comics, The Ultimates, number 12. Wolverine and the X-Men, number 12. X-Men, 31. And X-Men Legacy, 269. Also, just to remind you guys, The Ultimate Comics, The Ultimates, number 12. This is the end of Hickman's run on The Mm. Ultimates. So uh, Sam Humphreys takes over on 13, which is supposed to show the return of Captain America. So read it before it's shit. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Humphrey is Humphrey's a good writer, but still. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. I'm still like, oh man, it's gonna feel like such a step down. It's gonna feel weird, right? Yeah. You know, uh, well, maybe you'll step up. You never know. Yeah. Um. So in boom <laughs> this week, um, Hypernaturals number one, Ice Age, where there's thunder, one shot. Uh, was Ice Age Continental Drift? Uh, that's that's Steve's note. No, that was actually so. in the that was in the the copy and paste that I did. So um, quality, yeah, I nothing but quality. Yeah. Dark Horse, we have Angel and Faith number eleven, BPRD, Hell on Earth, Exorcism one of two, Phantoma, The Blood Spinners number one of four, Reset three of four. Uh, Resident Alien number two, Star Wars Blood Ties, Boba Fett is dead three of four. I have Resident Alien 1 sitting on my desk, and I haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, Kirby Gen... Oh, and Dynamite. Dynamite. Kirby- <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking do that. Um, Kirby Genesis Silverstar number 6, Lord of the Jungle 5, and Voltron 6. In IDW, we have Dungeons & Dragons, Forgotten Realms number 2. Yes. Magic the Gathering, The Spell Thief, one of four. Star Trek number 10. Star Trek, The Next Generation, Doctor Who, Assimilation 2, number 2 of 8. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number 11. Transformers, More Than Meets the Eye, number 6. And an image. Uh, Fatal, number 6. Hell yeah, number 4. <laughs> Manhattan Projects 4, Prophet 26, Savage Dragon 180, Supreme 65, Whispers 3, and Witchblade 157. Alright, if you want to read the complete list of all new reviews, check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, every Sunday for movies, net Netflix, DVDs, video games, and comics, and it's a complete list. And he meant he meant releases, not reviews, because if you go to the site and look for all reviews on this shit, <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> did I say new? Re- yeah, you did. Uh, I just I was gonna let it go, but I don't want someone to go. They're reviewing everything. <laughs> yeah. I must. It's all challenge accepted. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, new releases and it's written releases right here in the show notes That's right. uh, yeah every Sunday go ahead and check them out and you'll find all the new releases for uh, movies DVDs uh, Netflix streaming Netflix streaming is pretty extensive the video game ones is very extensive I mean the comic books is pretty extensive yes. so uh, definitely video, well video games is pretty extensive but it, there's not that much yeah. releasing so wait till Christmas yeah. I'm fucking, I'll get Friggin' tendonitis typing up the list. <laughs> All right. So this week, if you haven't been living under a rock, 
I Mi- have. Yeah. <laughs> Literally living under a Aww. rock. Aww. Microsoft has finally unveiled the worst kept secret in all of humanity. Their tech. <laughs> Seriously, though. I mean, everybody knew this was coming from Windows 8. Like, you're, you know, it's like, this is Windows 8. Really? Dude, I knew, I knew Microsoft was going to come up with a tablet when the iPad came out. <laughs> come well, on. You know what I mean? To, well, the funny thing is it's actually supposed to come out before the iPad, and then it never really materialized. And it probably would have... Um, the fucking whole dynamic of the tablet situation would have been might have been different. Yeah. They would have did that. Yeah. Well, the new tablet called the Surface has a... Uh, Clever name, by the way. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was a cool name. Uh, you know, it, it has been revealed this past Monday in a secret location and... A secret laboratory. <laughs> they had, you know, the press were on call for... Go to La Cienega and Hollywood, then make a right, wait for further instructions. <laughs> you know, it, it seriously was like that. Like They were sent black envelopes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, the tablets come out, and or we've seen it anyway. Yes. Uh, I'm sure most of you that are listening to this podcast has at least seen the pictures, or at least heard a little bit about it. Um, I post or at least know what Windows is. Yeah, <laughs> at least know what a PC is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, or at least are breathing. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if I posted the uh, the the Microsoft promo on the Lazy Geeks Facebook page, uh, did you happen? Uh, did you happen to have time to look at the schematic? I certainly fucking did. What did you um, first? Imp- I my first impression is I'm excited. Um, I think a little bit of that is because I don't like Apple, <laughs> but um, I'm I'm excited because it looks like they're getting it right. I don't like Windows 8 for the desktop, but I think it's perfect for a tablet. Yeah. Um, I, I'm digging the keyboard extension you can get, which you know people are gonna. In this article, even mentions it. People are gonna say, "Oh, they're copying Apple." It's give it a rest. You know, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. So, <laughs> but I like I, I like the little keyboard thing. I dig. Um, I just dig it, really. I wish they would have came out with a pricing scheme, but they probably haven't figured it out. Other than saying it's going to be competitive, well, of course it is. Well, they, um, I think it was, I can't remember who came out with, but it's it's well over five. Um, and also, I heard... That makes sense. Yeah, that also, too, it's going to be Wi-Fi only initially. That makes sense, too. Yeah. And, um, and to be honest, there's already some people that go, you know, oh, fuck, it's Wi-Fi. You know what? The the Kindle Who Fire uses their fucking iPad yeah. on the bus and shit. You're gonna get jacked. Yeah, but then also too, look at the the Kindle Fire, the Nook. You know, all that stuff is Wi-Fi. A lot of people are buying these devices to use around the house. Yeah, and also yeah. too, they they don't want to spend the money to go ahead and get a 3G. I to personally personally, I think the 3G stuff is overrated. I do too. I, I I really don't think it's a necessity. If I was to buy, even with Verizon's new uh, new plan scheme and stuff like that, um, it, it 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 it's I I still wouldn't get a tablet with 3G on it. Like I think it, it's awesome for the phone because your phones are smaller in your pocket. You want to look something up real quick. But who's gonna whip out a tablet? Right. You know, it's come on. You know what I mean? And everywhere you go is Wi-Fi. You want to go to Starbucks get your little latte frappe mafe fucking whatever the hell it is? You're gonna have Wi-Fi. They have Wi-Fi at McDonald's. Yeah. You know it's like come on. Del Taco has Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> um, no excuse. Oh, yeah. one thing. One thing. Um, 
one thing I was thinking about too before I read the article, but then they touched on it was um, Apple and, and Android struggles with this sometimes. Is Apple gets every fucking app. Like everyone always wants their app to be on Apple. I'm digging that this tablet is going to be more like a computer where anything that runs on Windows, yeah, other than fucking high-end games and shit, will run on this tablet. So that that changes the game. I mean that I mean you can have full office suite, not some scaled down bullshit version. I mean you could have even simple games, man. You could throw shit on there. So that's that's pretty dope. Yeah. Play yeah. some Civilization 2 on that model. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you're already starting to see people comparing it to the uh, the the iPad. And of one of the, and and one of the things that I mentioned in in my article where I said it, it actually surprised me is the fact that they're not trying to they're not trying to make it an iPad because if they made it an iPad then you would just get a fucking iPad. This this tablet is distinctly Microsoft. Yeah. It, it, it really if the iPad didn't if the i if the iPad wasn't the thing the only really game in town let's let's leave Android out of it because their tablets are failing left and right. Um <laughs> No one would even think about the iPad because right. it's it's distinctly something different. Yeah, and I and there's a lot of people that won't buy Apple because it's Apple. Mm-hmm. You know? And and there I know I know people like that. Yeah, I I know people like that too. And you know I I mean to me the fact that it has ports, HDMI full, out, full size USB, USB ports. You know, that's a big deal. That is a, a big tablet. deal on a tablet, especially which means that yeah, it's going to have 16 and 32 gigabytes of hard um, of hardware space, but that means you can fucking connect it to something. S, it, does it have um, external memory? I didn't I didn't see it in the article. It must like SD cards or something. Yeah, it, it it might, but also too, even if you just even if you just use the USB the USB port, you can push it to an external hard drive. That's true. Yeah, you know, um, Gorilla Glass too. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, sexy. Yeah, that the I loved. I loved the way the magnesium casing on it. It just looks sexy. It, it, it just, ugh. yeah, it doesn't look like, you know, that's the thing. Like everything with Apple, and not to say that it, it's not good looking. It looks cool with the 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 brush, um, the brush chrome or whatever. <sighs> <laughs> I I just it. it to me, it just looks a little more sturdier looking. The kickstand was a nice touch. That's fucking dope. Yeah, like that. That's just cool. You know. It reminded me of oh, what was that Sprint phone? Was it the Epic? The that had a fucking kickstand on it? No, the Epic. I had the Epic. The Epic doesn't have. It was the um. Oh shit! I, I think it was the HTC phone. Like it was one of those phones had it. That was like it, a big advertising thing. It has a freaking kickstand. You know. It had it had a cool name like that, but it wasn't the Epic. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, um, and you know, there are people, you know, I, and yeah, the extension keyboard I kind of like because it's utilized also as a as a cover. But then even with the USB port, essentially you could just put a normal keyboard on that. That's fucking true thing. too. Yeah, and you know, and like there are already like, uh, um, like I, you know, you go on places like CNET, they're already saying, you know, why it probably won't be an iPad killer. It won't. There's nothing that will be an iPad killer. As no. long as there are Apple cultists around, there will always be an iPad. Android wasn't an iPhone killer. Yeah, Android. Yeah, know, it, it just was, it's it's able to exist. Yeah, and at and, the same time. All, and <laughs> yeah, it was. It, there's things that are able to coexist, coexist, and that's what this is all about. 
Yes. And the, the, one of the big things that I've always found was interesting was everybody was saying, you know, the Kindle Fire, ooh, Kindle Fire, oh, it's fucking Wi-Fi only, oh, it's bullshit, it's not as sturdy, or it doesn't feel like an iPad. It's not meant to. It was $200. Right. $500 for an iPad. It's not the same deal. But you know what? People that were in the market for something lower end are going to do it. And then, like, uh, in this article that I just found on um, CNET, they're talking about how um, strictly relying on Wi-Fi is, is becoming an increasingly antiquated notion. And they're like, you know, hopefully Microsoft doesn't believe that we'll only stream Netflix from the comfort of our couches. Um, most of the time, the studies show they still do. Yeah, people even do. on my phone. I have Netflix on my phone. I don't use nine it. times out of ten. I'm at the house when I'm doing it. It's because yeah. the kids are on TV and I'm watching a movie or yeah, something. Yeah, because and also too, you know what? To to really believe that you're going to use it for 3G, it, no, no. I'm using my phone on 3G more than I would a tablet. There are people that do, but the mass majority of people aren't doing it. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, looking right now, it looks like the 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 Surface could go for like five ninety nine. Yeah, and which which is comparable. Yeah, I mean, it, and check it out though. And this is something I was thinking about. Being that we, for me, the best feature of this is the ability to run Windows software, um, normal Windows software. Right. This would be perfect for the college crowd. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're in those dorms that are like closets with a bed in them. You know, they could just fold it up, open it whenever they got to do their work. I mean, this this type of device scales above the iPad in a lot of different ways. And and I think cuz the iPad to me is is a novelty. Like it's something that you buy when you have too much money and you just you just want to have fun or you just want to surf the web. This to me is something that can replace someone's laptop. Yeah. That's, know, and, and that's that, a big deal. Yeah, because that to me that's what I thought. Because yeah. to me I can't do I wouldn't be able to do half the stuff that I normally do on my laptop on an iPad. Because I'm thinking about my my uh, oldest daughter is going into middle school. She's going to start needing a computer to do schoolwork and stuff. Shit, in elementary school, they said, oh, I need a flash drive. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, for for the Mac Classic? That's what I used to use. <laughs> um, so this is I'm, – I'm, re- I'm actually really interested in looking at this for her first computer because, you know, obviously it's not all going to be about schoolwork. We're going to watch YouTube videos and all that bullshit. She can carry this around the house. You know stuff like that. I mean, it's it's less likely to break because it's just a single thing, right? You know, it's 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 dope. I mean, the, the implications of it are pretty cool, and I think it's it's an evolu- it's a serious evolution of the tablet, and yeah. I think that if it catches on, every other tablet's gonna start doing this. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, you know, people keep harping on it because it's, it's it, because they're harping on it because it's not an iPad, and exactly. to me, I think doing that comparison is overrated. I think too many people compare everything to an iPad because, oh, it's the most popular thing. You know what? Yeah, Android, like Adam said, Android wasn't an iPhone killer. It was meant to be, uh, it was meant to coexist. It was to give people an option. Because, Which is why it succeeded. Right. And that's the thing is that, you know, yeah, I know we've seen other tablets come out from other places like HP and BlackBerry. But the, the big difference between like BlackBerry or HP or even be like Samsung is because with the galaxy, it's because windows 
You know, yeah. this is this is a Windows product. So now, I mean, it could still fail. I'm not saying that it won't. I'm not, you know, it could still fail. But the fact that it's Windows, there's a lot of people that are used to Windows. So and, and like and going on to it could fail. Yes, it could very well fail. But this is to me, this is Microsoft's best attempt that they could do. Yeah, with with the software that they have. With the technology that's present, this is the best they could do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. They go, oh, this is all they could do. I, I seriously think they really, really took their time and said, what what needs to make this the best? Like, what what, what does this need to have to be the shit? Yeah. And I think they put it in there. Yeah, and, and to me... I looked at it and I thought, you know, like when I heard them make a tablet, it's like, oh, okay, you know, I was one of those people that was just like, whatever, you know, another tablet, you know, but after I saw it and after I, I saw all its components and stuff like that, I was actually pretty impressed. It looked like they actually really, they made it a tablet, but what I, what really got me was the fact that it is purely Microsoft. Yes. They didn't make Microsoft's version of an iPad. You know, Who is developing the hardware? The same people that develops the Apple iPad. I love that. I know. <laughs> I know. It's it's awesome, too. So when people start talking shit, it's like, yeah, they're the same company that does the iPad. So fuck off. Now, um, but for me, it was just – it was one of those things where I looked at it, and after I read the specs and I saw it, I thought, wow, this could be something I might get. You know, and and I've always said, yeah, I like to get an iPad, but there was never a hurry for it. There was never that need to that I need it. But you know, seeing this, I mean, uh, to me, again, it's I don't need this tablet, but I would be more inclined to tr- to get it. Yeah, I mean, this. I'm really interested in this, and and I, I'm really watching it, and I I might get one. Um, like when the tax return hits next year or something, because yeah. <laughs> um. This, because I'm real quick, I'm moving and I'm moving into a much bigger place. So this would be perfect for like my wife, like to carry around the house. So to, to she loves to cook, look at recipes, watch a Netflix movie on the couch, you know. And and that's what we do with the laptop. But the laptop is heavy. Mm. I don't have a. I have a fucking Alienware. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just like a lead weight walking around. So it, I think this. It's I'm I don't know I'm just really I'm really digging it because my wife wanted an iPad and I told her that she if she wants the iPad then she's gonna get divorce papers too because I ain't buying a fucking <laughs> iPad. Um, and then, but but on a serious note with that the reason I'm not buying an iPad is because it's a toy. The the iPad isn't designed to be used for real day to day activities. Yeah, I mean surfing the web and watching movies. Yeah, but like if I have to write. My kid has to write a paper. I got to do it on the fucking iPad. Yeah. You can, but it's going to be lame as shit. Yeah, and like you can't do video editing on an iPad. Like, no. Like professional video editing. Some people say, yeah, you can. You can just no, no. You do a professional edit. Even Apple people will say, no, you need a Mac to do that. Yeah. yeah if you want to add Instagram effects, yeah, you could do that on the iPad. Yeah. If, if you want to get serious, then you're yeah. going to need a full system. <laughs> if you if you want to you know, do professional grade stuff. You can't do it on an iPad. Exactly. It doesn't and have the power. You can't run WoW on an iPad. No. And, and and the one thing I like too is they have two options for the processor. They have your 
ARM processor, which right. is a standard, um, you know, tablet processor. Then you want to bump that price up, you can get the Intel, and then you're getting a full computer. Yeah. Um, I don't. They didn't really say what the speed of the Intel chip is, but it's got to be at least a dual core. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But even then, it, it might be it might be more cores than that because yeah. that's getting cheaper. You know, so I want one. Yeah, I do. Uh, and I don't even know that much about it, and I want it. I know. Well, we'll see what happens, though. You know, I mean, I was I was very impressed with it, and and that that says a lot there. I mean, because like, you know, I mean, granted, I'm not going to sit there and say that Apple hasn't done they haven't done a good thing with the iPad. They, they have. They haven't. <laughs> it's, it's a bullshit device. Uh, you know, it it has taken that step into pulling away from laptops or or PCs or anything like that but you know at the same time you know they don't own it there can't they and that's the problem now is that everybody doesn't believe in co you know things can't coexist you know you can have customers can have more than one option exactly and and that's that's a good thing which is, that, this reminds me the iPad comparisons reminds me of World of Warcraft yes I, every time an MMO comes out well World of Warcraft does is, I don't give a fuck what World of Warcraft does or you know? uh, or Call of Duty and Battlefield oh Jesus you know every time a shooter comes out yeah you know it's like oh. it could be it could be a tactical fucking squad based game <laughs> and they'll be like well in Call of Duty yeah. what <laughs> it's like you know what fuck yourself all right <laughs> StarCraft 3 comes out well, in Battlefield, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I oh. mean, the just the kickstand's cool because you can kick it up. But the last thing I want to say, just about tablets in general, tablet computers are what people have wanted for decades. If, oh, you, yeah. if you look at popular culture, if you look at um, movies, Star Trek, stuff like that, people want want tablets the problem is is right now tablets are like i said they're toys they don't they don't do everything that they want to do this one looks like a big step up yeah so i'm gonna be interested to see how it does yeah if everything holds it could be the thinnest computer yes that we have and that would be awesome because then that would actually step the game up a little bit and make it like going okay now apple if you can give us everything in a computer that this can do but see the thing is is Windows is always going to have the advantage because M- Microsoft has way more applications than Apple does. Yes, yeah, Apple has good applications. I'm I'm not saying that. I mean, what is it called? Final Cut, right? Is right. There, yeah. One of the best video editing softwares in the world. You can't do it on the iPad, yeah. but it's still. I mean, Apple has. You can barely do it on some computer. <laughs> Jesus. Apple has solid software, but nowhere near Microsoft. Yeah, nope. and if you look at even in in you know even some of the more inexpensive stuff, they're all a lot of them are Windows based, you know, or just or just free software. Yeah, like you buy you buy an iMac, you know, you spent a lot of money on that. But then also, if you want the quality software, you're gonna have to buy it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of quality free software on on Windows, you know. So and bootlegging season. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find Mac bootlegs. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, if the pricing is right, this would be a perfect computer for a teenager too, like for parents by a teenager because it's it plays the games, it it does the productivity stuff, surfing the web and all that crap, and it's not it's it's going to give them the full experience. 
All right. Well, I think the last thing I'm going to say on the whole thing is, uh, you know, I've been critical with with Microsoft. I'm critical on a lot of companies, mostly because I, I, I don't feel the need that I'm impressed. I don't feel that I've been impressed by a lot of companies. Um because it seems to be more of the same, especially in the regards to Apple. You know, it's always, oh, it's a little better than the last one. Oh, it's a little better than the last that one. That fucking pisses me. It's it's like you're you're literally raping your fan base. Right. And I don't know what's sadder, that they're doing it or that their fan base doesn't notice that they're yeah. doing it. It's the same thing. It's like the George Lucas fan base. They still buy it as they're being anally raped. Yes. They're still handing over their cash. Yes. But for, for me, I was actually impressed because I expected a lot less from Microsoft. I did too. And and the fact that they actually showed off showed it off and it was like, mm, that actually looks pretty cool. If it works the way they say it does, you know, we'll see. And and, you know, love it or hate it, but this tablet could be a good um, staging area for Windows eight. Yeah, um, to really display what it does and stuff like that. Because if it's so going to be the full, I'm, so far I'm unimpressed with Windows 8. <laughs> I am too. But if it's going to be the full Windows experience, then mo- more than likely, this is just going to be Windows 8. Yeah, it's it's not going to have some weird operating system. So if you dig it, then fine. This might get more people who enjoy that. Experience. I mean, there's plenty of people that will like Windows 8 because of its simplicity. People who are really used to computers and use computers all the time for multiple things don't like windows 8 yeah i don't like windows 8 (laughs) (laughs) but for a tablet it's perfect i've always said that it's it's an awesome looking tablet well that was the thing is i looked at it and i go that's a that's a tablet os yes you know or phone os yeah or phone os all right not not a computer OS. all right well um, I think let us know what you guys think about that. Did you do you do you are you and 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 don't sit there and say iPads rule or any bullshit like that. Well, you can do it all we want. And I, I I love making fun of people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I like I'm gonna. This is this is how you be. This is how to be subjective. Okay, I don't like Apple products, but I understand that they're still quality products, right? Mm-hmm. You can't say I don't like Apple products. So they're shit. No. <laughs> you, you have to explain your point. You want to throw a comment and say the surface sucks balls? Go ahead and say that. But then add because. Yeah. <laughs> and explain why said device sucks balls. <laughs> All right. So I guess on that note, it would be a good time to uh, jump into our douchebags this yeah, week. Speaking of sucking balls. Yeah. Um, Nintendo. <laughs> yes. it's, it, and and I feel like Nintendo's going to be my douchebag for like until Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, the upcoming Wii U's Miiverse is Nintendo's answer to a social network. It's going to allow you to communicate with other Wii U gamers by sharing screenshots, messages, and updates, much like any other social network. Even though it is much like the social networks we all use today, it won't be playing nice with Facebook or Twitter, the largest of the social networks. Uh, how many times can you say social network too? You know, yeah. um, Nintendo confirmed that even though it won't work with Facebook or Twitter, it will work with its own extension applications on the 3DS smartphone and PCs sometime sometime after we we use launch, of course. Of course. Um, this quote on the Wii U, we do have additional reasons for connecting. We talked about things like the video chat system. Nothing revolutionary, but it's going to be convenient. Of course, it's, it's going not revolutionary. to be. Of course, said Nintendo of Nintendo of Europe. Uh, Laurent, Laurent Fish, Fisher. Um, the community will be the Wii U owners who will have the common interest for video games and our expectation about that 
I'm sorry, a pop-up came up on my computer. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> About that is it's going to be a way to enhance the idea of sharing information on the video game. This is a strange move for Nintendo. Why I can, while I can understand that they want to keep everything internal due to their family-friendly stance, it's not going to go over well with the older crowd that is already using Facebook and Twitter daily. Also, keep in mind that the Miiverse will have a potential 30-minute communications delay because of Nintendo's family-friendly moderation to keep everything clean. Um, again, I can't fault Nintendo for trying to keep kids away from the wrong crowd. I even commend them for their efforts with what they've done with the Wii and what they are doing with with the Wii U in this respect. Even so, that doesn't stop that the fact that they will always be at a disadvantage compared to Sony's and Microsoft's devices. Gaming systems are becoming more and more connected to our everyday lives um, that it's becoming expected um, for Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that to be involved. Um, Nintendo, once again, is stuck in the past, and they can't find a way around this. Um, it's... I And like I said, I understand that they're trying to keep things clean, okay? A 30-minute delay, that's not a social network. No. It, it, that, that's, a, that's an email. Yeah. A 30-minute delay on Twitter would be like, what the fuck? It would be useless. Yes. Thirty minutes delay on Facebook would it wouldn't be useless, but it would be annoying. Yeah. Um. And and I understand like they want to come and it's cool they're coming out with their own app and and all this bullshit, but just add Facebook and Twitter. Like I I understand that they want to keep it family friendly. Then why don't you be be like Microsoft and put in um family protection stuff. I mean the Xbox is so brilliant. Actually, Sony really fails on this, but Xbox. I have small children. I also have games like Lollipop Chainsaw. So I put in like what games are allowed, and you put in a little key code, like what buttons to push, like a sequence of buttons, like a fucking like a um, like a code for a game. And um, this blocks movies, Netflix movies, even. I mean, they will be blacked out; they can't even see it. Um, games won't play. I can shut off the access to Xbox Live. I can shut off access to Facebook and Twitter. I can do whatever the hell I want. Why can't Nintendo do that? I, I don't understand why Nintendo is so stuck in their ways that it's going to be their downfall. They're not yes. keeping up with everybody else. And the only people who are going to want this system are little kids. But the problem is, is that, take me for instance, more and more parents now are from the video game generation. I grew right. up on the Nintendo iGame consistently and i game with my kids now i'm 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 respect that they want to play the wii u but i'm going to be reluctant to buy it if i can't use it too because it's going to because i already have the xbox 360 they have plenty of games on that i already have the ps3 they got plenty of games on that why do i need a wii u yeah you know it's it's the more and more i read about the fucking wii u the less and less i want it Uh, it's it's just it's i'm in the negatives right now for how much i want it and you were in the positives at the beginning. I was. I well, you know what? I, I, whenever I hear Nintendo's coming out with a new system, I think of the NES and the and the SNES mm-hmm. every single time because that's what I grew up on. I, I was born in 1984, <laughs> so <laughs> th- those are the systems that in, that really started me off in gaming. I mean, Legend of Zelda was the first game I ever played. You know, so I always have Nintendo's always important to me. So it's even sadder for me to see them move in these directions yeah. you know and just not it's like they don't give a fuck like we're gonna do it our way you're gonna like it or you're not right the problem is most people aren't gonna like it yeah 
Soapbox. So, my runner-up douchebag of the week is uh, Angry Marvel Fanboy Even Makes Hitler Angry. Um, <laughs> I love the picture that I, I used on this one from the Angry Hitler uh, video that always comes yeah. around. Uh, there's definitely a small problem with the internet. I say small because a majority of sites that occupy cyberspace are devoted to news, fan news, praise, or hatred of a particular topic and that suits your fancy. However, the worst of all are sites that try to pass themselves off as news organizations only to serve one particular agenda. In this case, it's against Marvel Animation. Bleeding Cool has uncovered a website that tried to pass itself off as an official Marvel news site, and it had a secret agenda. Its agenda would be... Uh, what would the agenda be, you may ask? It is to express this person's hatred of the Disney XD series, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes, I shit you not. You, now, we have seen sites to ridicule that sprout hate of a particular franchise or movie, but when you start passing yourself off as an official news source, that is where you begin to slide onto the side of being a douchebag. For Nabil Mjadi. It wasn't bad enough that he hated the new cartoon, Ultimate Spider-Man, but he hated it. it is, he made it his personal mission to have the show canceled. Apparently, he didn't like the kiddie turn of the series and thought Spectacular Spider-Man was better. Since it's airing, Mjadi told, um, would tweet Joe Casada about how much he hated the show. Joe took the bait and told him that if he didn't, if the show wasn't to his liking, then he should probably stop watching the show, as one would do when you hate the show. Not, uh, much like I did with the new girl. He <laughs> he even informed them that they were working on a season two. Nabil agreed, and if he and if you like, thought it, like a boss, yeah, dude. yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, Wait, season two's coming up. Dick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but if he if he thought that would stop there, oh no, you would be so wrong. He started a site called Marvel TV News and ran stories about Marvel animation and games. And he spent most of his time spewing out about how much everyone hated Ultimate Spider-Man series. When news came around that Earth's Mightiest Heroes wouldn't, uh, wouldn't make it to a Season 3 and would be replaced by Avengers Assembled, he used a quote from a reported release. Problem was, is there wasn't an official release. It appears that M. Jotty fooled everyone into thinking that Marvel was canceling Earth's Mightiest Heroes and rebranding it Avengers Assembled. Let's, uh, let me say that it could still happen, but Marvel has never commented one way or another that that was actually the case. However, many news sites like Comic Book Movie, I fanboy screen rant and comic vine all fell for it i was close to talking about it but i wasn't a fan of either cartoon so i since i report only things that interest me i let it fall through the cracks yay me it <laughs> it still continues nemjai directed people to jeff Loeb's facebook page to tell him how much they dis they think ultimate spider-man sucks there is one problem Loeb doesn't have a facebook page there uh, was just an author page that doesn't take comments. So it would seem that ne uh, Nabil created that too and claimed that the fan reaction was so bad that Loeb was forced to take down his Facebook page. While I don't truly see the point of making up stories just to get your agenda across, it seems like a waste of time because somebody will figure it out. It simply goes to show that you can't believe everything you read on the internet, especially if you don't have a specific source. Hence, this is why we don't comment on a lot of stuff that's out there on the inter interwebs. To me, Nabil is a bigger douchebag than the media sites that reported his fake news. Why? Because here is a man that could simply be a man and turn off the television and leave it at that. You think it doesn't bother me that the new girl is a critically acclaimed show and people love it? Absolutely, it bothers the hell out of me. However, I'm man enough to know that I am smarter than anyone else and let it be. 
it would be uh, it would seem that Nabil has some growing up to do. This level of hatred for a form a form of entertainment reminds That's a cartoon. me. Of, I know it reminds me of what Howard Stern used to go through in the beginning. Oh yeah, where people were like picketing and all. It's like just change the fucking radio station. I know. It's like come on. It's like they're trying to protect humanity from some great evil. It's like, calm down. (laughs) This was sad, though. I mean, it's not only sad that his his level of dedication um, to destroy the show, but you're you're lying to get your point across. And as soon as you have to lie to get your point across, your point is moot. (laughs) It doesn't matter whether you're right or not. Everybody be like, you're a douchebag. Because if you're right, you don't have to lie. Right. It's it's just failed. (laughs) Yeah. But a bigger fail. Well, this is kind of a triumph for everyone else. Yeah. It's just um, this particular person in general. Yes. Our, our douchebag of the week, Jerry Sandusky. Um, <laughs> pretty much for most of you, probably that's it. That's all that needs to yeah. be said. Yeah. Done and done. Good night. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, he, it was Penn State, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was the he's now the former coach. <laughs> the former Penn assistant State. coach. Yeah. Yes, has now been convicted of 45 um, child sexual abuse charges. Out of 48. <laughs> now, real quick, why are they child if it's a college? Well, he had a, an organization okay. that that, uh, that helped underprivileged kids. And he that sure helped them, didn't it? Yeah, and then he would sometimes there's take nothing, them to Penn State University. and yeah. There's nothing more despicable to me. To convince a child that you're trying to help them and then completely ruin them. Yeah. Like, that's fucking... You should... They should just peel his skin off. That should be his punishment. Inside out man is what they'll call him. Yeah. I... It was... (laughs) After I heard he was convicted, I tweeted... Uh, I haven't felt this awkward since I used to shower at Penn State. Hashtag too soon? (laughs) (laughs) Never too soon. (laughs) Um, The one thing... So he gets convicted... If you had common sense, you knew he was going to be convicted. The the one another part of the douchebag this week is all those people at Penn State that picketed that he was such a great guy, right? That they were all like, "No, he's 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 our coach," you know, he's he's fucking super cool, whatever. What are all those people doing now? Yeah, you know. It, it, well, that's the thing. You know, I mean, to be honest. The ones that get away with a lot – or the ones that, that, that get away with most of it are the ones you don't suspect. That's true. You know, look at the Bernie Madoff. You know, he yeah. weaseled so many people out of money for 20 years. And people were like, what? Same thing with this. You know, and part of the fault goes to Penn State. You didn't think they knew what was going on. I know. They, they swept it under the rug, much like what the Catholic Church does. Ooh. You know, I mean, it, it, it's just one of those things where you're just like, fail sauce, man. And this is also, this whole thing is extremely bad press for Penn State yeah. as a college. I mean, this is going to, a lot of parents sending their kids off to college, they might think <laughs> twice, but Penn yeah. State, you yeah. know, even if he's convicted, because it says Penn State didn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. I mean, but. it's it's just, I'm happy that he's convicted. I think he's going to die in prison. Oh, yeah. It's too many. They, they said if he, if he got maximum 400 years. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Well, they could give a minimum he'll die in prison. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I, I honestly, I'm happy that he, he's convicted. I think people like this are just fucking just disgusting. You know what I mean? It's, 
first of all, even wanting to have sex with a child is fucking weird. <laughs> but but just I don't know. It, it, it's it's hard for me to. I can see with to, the girls, but you know, because some act older. Did I just cross the line there? <laughs> you did, but you made a point. Yeah, you know, because they, they look older. They look 19. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. Anyways. Um, it, it's just, it, to me, yeah. it goes beyond fucking with underage kids because it's, you can trust me, you can trust me, I'm you're, helping you're, you. You're using, you know? you're using a, 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 uh, a, uh, uh, you're using a position uh, of, of, authority. of authority, of respect, and like, oh well, I he must be okay if this is how it is, and, and that's that's different. And your Catholic Church reference is right on point. Oh yeah, absolutely. it's the same exact fucking thing. Like, I'm a man of God. I'm here to help you. Right. Let me diddle you in the back. <laughs> you know, it's it's fucking it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you right now. Uh, yeah, I, I, you did. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So that's never too soon. That's <laughs> sick shit. All right. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I think it's time we dip into some uh, an epic, uh, an unusual one. <laughs> for, yes. For for us, who's we're Comcast. Normally, when we do a report about Comcast, it usually isn't in positive lights, especially when you're dealing with a less-than-honest way to deal with data caps. However, Friday, they were vindicated in a legal case that was actually a good thing for their customer base. Um, What? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) According to The Verge... An Illinois judge ruled that Comcast was correct in ignoring four subpoenas from adult video companies to obtain the identification of people who were allegedly known to have downloaded illegal content. Uh, This has happened before with Time Warner, Verizon, and Comcast. And what made this one different was Comcast argued rather bluntly that it seemed that it was more of a purpose of a shakedown and those users wouldn't have the ability to defend themselves against the user's this against said accusation. Yes. In many recent events, the use of IP address to identify alleged pirates have been called into question because several people are several people often share a connection. In recent years, ISP, ISPs have decided to take more of a stand against these subpoenas in favor of privacy protection of their customer base. Yay for our side for once. And it's it's not only did Comcast call bullshit. But they did it when all their competitors are going right along with it. Yeah, you know, and that's that's a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's they're they're really standing up for their customers and saying, and they're not. I mean, you people are going to argue, oh well, they're advocating piracy. No, they're not, because piracy it's it's okay to get in trouble for pirating things, but the severity of it right now, I mean, there's there's people that have stabbed people. That don't get hit as much as people who stole some songs. It's, it's just getting ridiculous. And then the, the fact of saying that, well, we have your IP address, so you you did it. There's no legal recourse to prove that you didn't, and they don't have to prove you did. 
And really, you have my dynamic IP address yeah. that changes whenever I unplug my modem. Right. That, that's that's cool. Yeah. You know, come on, it's it's a scare tactic. It's bullshit. And I mean, the 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 pirates they should the pirates <laughs> that they should really <laughs> be going, yeah I know <laughs> that they should really be going after are the ones that download a movie for free and then burn it to a million discs and sell it. Yeah. Because now they're making money. Yeah. People, people that I know, you know, friends, whatever, that do pirate movies or pirate anything, they'll pirate a movie. Let's say Avengers. Someone pirates a fucking screen cam of Avengers. Oh, that's a dope movie. And then they go see it. Or they buy it when it comes out on DVD. Yeah. Or they bootleg a game and go, this is a dope game. I'm going to pick it up. Yeah, because you know? I want all that extra shit. Exactly. Because yeah. bootlegging video games is fail. Yeah. Like... If you, because you can play multiplayer, so you really think someone who's going to bootleg Call of Duty Three, <laughs> and they really love it, they're not going to go out and buy that game. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's just fool. There are a select few that do that. I still, <laughs> I still don't know anybody that bootlegs games. No, bootlegging yeah. games. I used to in the past. I'm going to be honest. I used to bootleg games, but I was the one that, because it didn't have a demo, so I would bootleg it and then be like, oh, that game's dope, and I go buy it. Like uh, Civilization Four, I bootlegged that and said, this is dope, and then I, I went and bought it. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the thing with games is it's so complicated sometimes. Depends on the game, depends on the publisher and all that bullshit. But then also there's no multiplayer. Um, also, you don't get updates. You don't get um, the DLC and all that. Shit. I mean, there's so many things that you're missing out on. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to do it. There are, like I said, there's a select few people that that live completely off of bootleg material. <laughs> That's great for them. I, but they're <laughs> they're missing out on so much. Oh yeah. You know, so it's and bootlegging movies is, you know, it's whatever. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I know people that bootleg movies because the movie just fucking wasn't good enough to pay for. Oh, yeah. May- maybe you should make good fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. And stop charging like 80 bucks just to take a family to the movies. Right? Yeah. Or like um, with TV series, the people bootleg TV series. Because if they go to the store, like Star Trek The Next Generation, how much were they fucking charging for that? Yeah, like Come 200 on. some odd bucks for season, you know, good for job, the whole Aaron. series. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, all right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you that if you want to read more about these stories that we talked about, uh, you can check out our website, thelazygeeks.com. Yes. You can check out my personal blog, when did this happen to me.wordpress.com. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google+. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at thelazygeeks, or you can follow me at lazy underscore nomad, or you can follow Adam over there at lazy underscore sapien. Uh, you can even email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. We have a YouTube page where you can subscribe to our stuff there, uh, trailers and all sorts of stuff. Uh, Lazy Geek's theme was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out, so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast on either iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com, and tell us the good, the bad, and the incredibly sexy. Uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, I'll be